We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The sound of the final buzzer means it's hangover time. So grab a drink and join your host, Alphonse Sidney, for a Miami Heat Beat post-game show. He didn't embarrass us that bad. He didn't embarrass us that bad. Listen, winning my fucking book, I was expecting like a 20, 30-point blowout, uh, especially when Jimmy went down, um, you know, when I saw that PJ Tucker was back, but he wasn't starting, I was like, "Oh shit, he's not re- he's not really ready to play." Um, their main bench guys were Kyle Guy and Chris Silva. Somehow, uh, Kenny pointed this out before and during our little pregame chat. Chris Silva has gotten worse at basketball, <laughs> um, which is hard to do. You know, NBA reps, G League reps, and he's gotten worse somehow. At playing basketball, um, and he wasn't—he was pretty bad already, and he's gotten badder. Um, that's not good. Um, <laughs> but you know, like literally, the the most important thing about this game is you know Jimmy's health. Uh, Jimmy goes down. Uh, you know, it, I'm not gonna say non-contact, just a plant, and that ankle—I don't know—it's just made out of tissue paper at this point. He planted his foot, and he went down like me. Uh, you know, trying to jump over a fence, just just crumbled to the floor. Like it's, it was not. It doesn't didn't look good, and it doesn't it, it doesn't look good uh, for the uh, foreseeable future. Um, I am Alphonse Sydney, aka Alf Nine Five Four. Welcome to the Miami Heat beat pro skate post pre post post game show hangover time. We back. Uh, we're back after a week long hiatus. I said we were going to be back Sunday. I lied to you, blatantly lied in your face. Um, if you're joining us live from Twitch, thank you. Subscribe, hit us with bits and all that stuff, and thank you very much. If you're watching the replay on YouTube, thank you. Hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, and also next time try to catch us live on Twitch. The chat always be lit. Kenny's on the show tonight. We're going to roast Kenny a little bit. It's going to be a good time. Go ahead, bring me out, Brass. Look who's back. I'm back. Hey, y- y'all are free for me. Praise God. <laughs> the whole crew Brass is back producing, which means we're going to get music at the proper levels. Some competency um, around here, finally. Yes, Jesus Christ. It's going to be a professional show. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you guys. Like I had a really nice uh, 
lunch slash late early dinner with my family. I've been drinking since about three. I don't know if you can notice. You notice? No, I can notice. <laughs> yeah, you get like nasal. You get like uh. Yeah, get it's like you drink. Drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> you should be um, hungover by now. Yeah. That, well, that's why we call it hangover time, baby. Um, <laughs> thirty at night. Let's do this. Find out what everyone's drinking. I want to know what you're drinking, and I want also want to know whose fault this was. Isn't that who kicked her ass? No, just I want to know whose fault this was. Like, what person in the Heat organization, whether it be oh, Adam I Simon, <laughs> um, whether it be uh, me, um, Pat Riley, spoke. Whose fault was this loss tonight, Javon? What are you drinking, and whose fault was it? I am drinking some um, Robert Mondavi Merlot. And that's a good question. Whose fault is this? Uh, who, what's the whoever assembled the collection of talent for the for the Warriors? That's whose fault this was. The Warriors general manager. There you go. That they guy. played thirteen guys tonight. Like what? The fuck is going on in Golden State? And they were all competent. How do they imagine having thirteen available players? I mean, how do they not have COVID? Do they? There's no COVID in California. Man, fucking a. They just got Draymond back. They all got immunity from being around Andrew before. You know. That's true. It's fucking patient zero. Uh, G, what are you drinking, and uh, whose fault was it tonight? I got a. We're a morning today, so I got a bottle. Um, you know, this what is, is that? The, this a is bottle. A, what? what? Are you a hobo? <laughs> we need I more just, information. I just, I just got some. I don't know. I just, it was in a bag. I got. We're, it. we're in morning. To, Open what? the bag. Jimmy's I mean, ankle. It's just weird. I mean, okay. I, I don't, I don't did you, did you, did you rob a bum for that? <laughs> yeah, I did actually. I, right on, right on Kendall Drive. I just, I kind of kicked him in the shin. I'm, I'm shocked you didn't make a Demar Derozan joke there. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Fuck, I fucked up. Listen, this I, is... I lobbed the bum. Joke I know, here. dude. I, I, I was yurt. I just couldn't finish a lob. Um, there you go. This is the butchers of Biscayne's fault. Those oh, motherfuckers, poor Jimmy. Jim, they got to do a better <laughs> job with Jimmy. This, he breaks his ass. He breaks his ankles. You know, fuck the butchers of Biscayne. Keep our guys healthy, man. I love the I love this whole Twitter thing. Is uh, we're high tops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, come on, like are Don't we? talk to Steph's ankle guy. But like, what are we doing with like the wear high tops thing? Like, like that's. I'm spraying cleaning ankles in high tops, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, like that is the answer to all of life's issues. You got yeah. COVID? Wear high tops. Yeah, high tops and Tussin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rup, rup, pre-game, put a little tussin on your ankles. It's as good as a yes. third dose. <laughs> it's the booster shot of sneakers. It's the booster um, shot of ankle injuries. <laughs> Brass, uh, what are you drinking tonight? And whose fault was this? Uh, it is very late tonight. Uh, so I am drinking a... I didn't, I didn't make some fancy kind of drink. However, I did pick this up when I was in Florida. I did get some uh, Miami Club Cuban coffee rum liqueur, nice. which is really, really good. It's like cold brew uh, Cuban coffee. 
um, and rum. It's it's delicious. Um, G stole mine, so oh, I did my I, I'm, I'm all pissed off at G again. It's okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, yeah, the butchers of Biscayne. Uh, I mean, if Jimmy Jimmy looked bad, he was not playing well in this game. Then he started lighting it up. No, 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 that was then, the first and quarter. Then, yeah. Right, and then he then he started heating up, and then boom. As soon as he was looking good. So I think, collapse. I mean, this game ended, uh, you know, it was a seven-point difference. We were rolling. We could have won this game with Jimmy and a bunch of, you know, a bunch of nobodies, and uh, and we didn't. And that's the, the Jimmy's health. It's It sucks. And I hope, I hope this isn't like all those years of Tibbs playing him like 56 minutes a night is not yeah. like catching up to him now. Take that out the air, Brass. Don't. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> put it in the ether. It's I there now. Say? I mean, come on. Like, it's there now. Uh, Kenny, first of all, congratulations on the good Wi-Fi. Um, it seems like after midnight, where the rest of you know everyone else in the neighborhood <laughs> goes to sleep, uh, people aren't streaming porn. Your your you know your bandwidth. You're you're a lot better. Um, what are you drinking? And whose fault was it? All right, so they're going to go ahead and boo me right now because <laughs> I drank enough this past weekend for all of 2022. I got shit to do tomorrow, so I'm just going to eliminate tonight. I'm chilling. Um, the person whose fault it was, it was Pat and it was Spo because Pat? typically, no, no, hear me out. Because typically when you sign somebody who played for your team before, it's because they know the system. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. And you know, and they know damn well Chris Silva doesn't know the system. I'm a Kenny. He knows here. it. He just can't do, can't so, do shit about it. <laughs> it's their fault. And but before we take me out, I gotta shout out G for robbing rich homeless people because that's what Zane can do. But next time, go to South Beach like a real person. Shout out to my dude out there on South Beach, the homeless dude with no arms that be stabbing people. I swear to God, it's a real story. I'll post it later. <laughs> take me out, press. Get him on hangover time. What? That is a homeless man with no arms stabbed too much, somebody. Too on much COVID man. over there. Yeah, I know that dude too. Kenny, I've thought about your. I own know the homeless man with no arms. Because <laughs> I used to work down there at the Macy's. He used to come into the bathroom and like wash himself with his feet. Kenny holds like, gloves. He could probably play better defense. Did, yeah, yeah do they want a ten-day contract. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that, Gianni. Thank you. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, okay, to this game, I'm, oh, by the way, I'm drinking Bullet Whiskey and uh, Ginger Ale. And 
the, the who to blame for this game is um Fauci? I don't know. Uh, like <laughs> I don't know if there's no like, reason that Spo didn't play Chalmers play. again. Yeah, again. Um, but yeah. It, honestly, I was very happy. I was, it was an enjoyable game. It was it was competitive. It had no business being competitive. Like they kept getting punched in the mouth by the Golden State Warriors, who are the best team in the NBA. Let's remember that. Uh, they're playing them on the second night of the back to back with two and a half uh, playoff rotation players. Okay, um, and they kept getting punched in the mouth. And Kyle Guy was like, "Fuck that shit! I want a second ten day." Like it was, there was just like so many Caleb Martin hitting step back threes in the corner, like a pull up, man. Yeah, it was just, it was fun to me. It was fun. I wasn't like I'm a little disappointed with Hero, um, you know. But like, and this is, I guess, one of the things we can talk about is Hero starting. Um, One of the things, one of the problems, what happens is when you can key in on Hero, he struggles. Motherfucker was throwing the ball away. All, like they put Wiggins on Hero, and motherfucker didn't know what to do. And then they put Draymond on Jimmy, and that was that was like they, they. It was it's 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 tough with Hero starting. It's tough when you put the you know the best most athletic perimeter defender on the other team on Hero, and that's what happens when he starts. And he struggled tonight, and he did some good things, but he threw the ball away a lot, and he was pressing. But you have to press Javon when. Your only reinforcements are Kyle Guy and Chris Silva. Like, I don't know if you have to press, but I guess he felt like he did. So he did feel like he did. And that is why I'm not for him being in the starting lineup yet. Um, I think that the notion or the idea is that with starting, um, there's an elevated level of, of expectation and of pressure. And so one feels like they have to overcompensate and do more than they typically would do. And so that is why you see him pressing a lot. And I don't think that that is uh, particularly necessary. Um, but yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the, I don't know, that's the way to get him out of, out of his, out of his group, right? Put a, a rangy um, athletic wing on him and just let the length and the athleticism uh, cause him fits. Um, and, and that's what happened. Um, that's what's going to continue to happen. That's going to be the the scout on him to stay with him, stay long, um, short arm. So he's not going to, you know, be able to to get that shot off. He's not creating the separation that he was before because, um, like you said, people are keying in on him. And so um, it's one of the reasons I'm not a proponent of him starting. Um, and, and, yeah, it's it's mostly because of, what I feel like his mental, where I feel like his mentality goes um, when he sees himself having to start rather than being able to get a feel for the game, watch the game for the first uh, five or six minutes and then come in and and, and play a bit more relaxed. Um, and so he, he's going to have to get it, get it uh, together um, because I foresee them. I foresee people just putting big guards on him from here out. Gianni, I thought to me tonight was just like this was like a testament to Kyle Lowry. Someone pointed out he had eight turnovers tonight. Five. Oh, someone said eight. He That's a have huge difference. What? He had eight turnovers. What are you talking about? Did he? he I, I just checked. He had five personal fouls. You're looking oh, I'm at the sorry. wrong column. Yeah, no, I read that. Um, but he was he had the best plus minus on the team. Um, like Kyle was to me. Tonight was just like Kyle Lowry being Kyle Lowry. Like he, 
just does so much and he can create a lot out of a little bit. And tonight was one of those nights where I thought he was really good. And he had to, I think he had to take a lot of chances tonight. Yeah. With who we had on the floor. Like, like they, they're not even close in this game tonight, in my opinion, without Kyle. No, yeah, for sure. And like some of those turnovers were just like kind of quick, pa- like late shot clock passes to PJ and Yurt that just like weren't handled properly because, you know, of the of the kind of clock duress. One of those to Yurt was not Yurt's fault. Though, no, yeah, yeah. The, the, the bad lob was on Kyle. That was sure. not. Yeah, that was a that was a bad. That was a bad. Why does Kyle do that? I can't. I thought they were a little rushed. And, and when they were switching Wiggins onto him, I, I do think that he knew that he had to kind of either make a decision to kind of go to the basket or throw it up quick. Like, so, cause I mean, the, the length was coming and I thought the Warriors did a, a really good job of that. But I mean, the stuff that he did well defensively, I thought he was great. I mean, like they weren't, they were trying to post him up early. That really didn't go a well. Times, but so did everybody. I mean, I, I, I thought he was, I thought they were really good on defense. I thought he did a great job. I thought he and Caleb did a great job on Steph. I love them putting the length on him. And and I don't think the Heat did. I mean, they went to the zone once. Steph hit a three. <laughs> like, okay, we're done with that. Yeah, you don't play zone against the Warriors, I don't but, think. But, yeah, it was a lot of Kyle doing good shit. He would just get guys involved. He was kind of getting downhill. He was getting ahead of steam. He was hitting guys and pick and roll. Um, this is a game that you miss Deadman and Bam in particular because, yes. you know, I, I think when Silva was in the game, it, it just it looked so bad because they were getting nothing uh, vertically. And once they got uh, Yurt, who has hands into the game and, and could finish, you could see how Kyle was kind of manipulating the defense a little bit, getting downhill, getting to the basket, and the offense looked competent. So, like, if they have a guy like Bam or Deadman with Kyle and pick and roll, it just it looks different, and I thought your played fine. It's not like the shit on you or anything, but you know, Kyle was incredible. You obviously want him to shoot better. Warriors are a really good defense. He did literally everything else. I think uh, for the most part, I, I like people get, get all on my case every time Yurt has a good game, and they're like, "Oh, Alf, you hating on Yurt?" It's not that I'm hating on Yurt. I just know his limitations, and to me, Yurt is playing above those limitations. So I'm not even mad at him. Like my producer. Huh? Like me as producer. I like when you when we when we can complete a show and you don't actually have the broadcast going after we're done. Yeah, exactly. Like to me, that's a win. Like <laughs> you're being you're looking competent. Like I don't think he's I don't I don't I think he's our third best center, right? Not a lot of teams play three fives. Okay, um, he shouldn't be fourth really because Markeith is probably better <laughs> at center. Probably. I mean, but he's our fifth big. Um, I mean, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to shit on Yurt because Yurt's doing a. He's doing a really yeah. good job yeah. at what. But he's honestly, he's a pretty elite rebounder. Yeah, he's got he's, that. He's in the huge. Back. He should he's, be. No, well, good. No, but but you know how many people are huge in his league and can't fucking rebound a ball, yes. right? So that that's a plus. It's a big plus. Jeremy, Grant. my issue with him is he's one of the worst finishers under the basket I've yeah. ever seen in my life. And I'm hoping, big. I'm not saying that he's going to stay this way, uh, but man, he's got to work on that. Because again, this is another night. He was, yep, two of seven. Now I know, I know one no of those way. is like a three. Yeah. Over your seven, yeah. Really? Two of Holy seven. Holy shit. 28.6% from the field. What the fuck? That's, I didn't even realize he was that bad. That's rude. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? 
What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. <laughs> I just like, and, and we've seen this many, many times. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm too lazy He's to pull the up the fucking... He's in the 34th percentile at Shots of the Rim to Brass's point. <laughs> That's it's so bad That's it's so gets. bad and a lot of them are just like little just kind of like just get it up it, like he must be so bad at carnival games <laughs> like, <laughs> but you know like uh, kenny it remind. go ahead Kenny. What, what do you have? go ahead i think and it's not even just with the shooting what i'm about to say it's just he gets hit a little bit and he goes flying i'm not sure how much he actually weighs but man like he had that one like your um that one play where Wiggins bumped him and he flew under the basket. That's like that happens constantly and I don't really understand it. I guess because he trained he changed his body so drastically, like he's just not used to it yet. Yes. He has he is thinner than he's ever been, but man, he gotta figure that shit out. You you know what and like uh Shaman was saying, he's just he's big and he should be getting those rebounds. And it reminds me a lot of Hassan, and I think I said this before. Yeah. Um, because he doesn't move <laughs> like from the rim, because he doesn't, you know, he doesn't rotate. Uh, they play him differently than they play a guy like Bam per se. And we've said we would we would wish they would play Bam a little bit more in the drop sometimes. Uh, let him be around the rim more often. But you're they don't even have a choice. Like yeah. they're like just sit your ass over here by the rim and don't move. So he gets a lot of rebounds just by virtue of not being able to guard the perimeter. So he's there. And honestly, and, and like Brad said, there's a lot of guys, Siobhan, that are there and don't grab those rebounds. But I don't want to overstate the rebounds when it comes to Yurt. Because a lot of times he's just snatching them out of Tyler's hands or <laughs> snatching them from Kyle Guy. And he's just like ripping it out. Like I I, I don't want to over I, I don't want to understate the rebounding. Like I like the I like the fact that he's rebounding, but it also tells me you ain't moving very well if you're constantly there, always get, the ball's just falling into your hands 15, 16, 17 times a game. He had some today where he was covering ground on his rebounds. And, and he was free today. It was weird. Yeah, he was. No, he was like, he was like, like what the hell? He's getting, he, we talked about this a bit on um, the pregame uh, damage oh, meeting. Um, we talked about. <laughs> For the podcast audience. Uh, Schmeethan says your seven needs Gabby Union's advice on how to be better around the rim. And if Too you much. don't understand that reference, I can explain <laughs> okay, it to you. Go I ahead. got nothing for you. Go ahead. Um, but yeah, we talked about it a little bit on the pregame about how he just hasn't come all the way into his body. There's a different type of um, of strength. Kind of, sure. <laughs> um, 
Brad said he couldn't get it up like three minutes ago. So it's fine. <laughs> Um, yeah, he just hasn't, he's not all the way comfortable or like hasn't filled out his body yet. He's still really raw. Kenny, to your point, he's lost a lot of weight. So it's still trying to like figure out his home and his body also needs to get stronger. And it's a different type of, of gather and up motion that comes from like offensive and defensive rebounds versus putbacks. Um, the catch to reload, to go back up for a putback while, um, navigating, getting hit, and things like that is is a different thing than it is to just go up and get um, a rebound when you're six foot fourteen. So um, once he gets stronger and once he gets more comfortable in himself and gets better touch around the rim, um, he's going to be able to give them even more than he's given them now solely by just being big. And again, like I tweeted before, fuck all y'all that told me we didn't need size. Um. And they've lost all like they've lost all four of their primary rotational big men, which is crazy. Um, and I know PJ was back tonight, but PJ didn't look completely right. Yeah. Um, when he wasn't there, he was yelling at Yurt a lot. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Somebody has to. Oh my god, I'm like Mario was out there yelling at Yurt. I was like, shit. Alf, I think a good Full indication circle. of kind of like how healthy guys like PJ are is kind of look at their rebounding numbers and their activity. Zero offensive rebounds for PJ, who we know is like getting his ass, and he just didn't look interested in kind of getting in there. Which obviously you can't blame him. Like he's trying to like give you anything he can. Like you know, not a hundred percent. I don't think he should have played tonight. And I, I do want to say because I, I mean he could clearly play. Year. But just not give them what they like. So everything. I don't think he should have played. Coming okay. off of COVID, there's no chance in hell his conditioning yeah. is right, and so yeah. I get that completely. So I'm not, I'm, done, I'm not down on him at all. Do, does this I, game make any of you guys feel differently about the loss last night? No, because no. I know like a lot of people were calling it a bad loss, and I was. It like, was a bad loss. I mean, I'm not really. I mean, it's frustrating because like they got a shot at the end to win the game, or tie the game, or whatever that you take. 11 out of 10 times, right? So it's they're going to lose road games when they're short a lot of players. So, I mean, I think it's disappointing, but not like a bad loss. And Tyler had a better game from the start. I don't think that they find themselves in the position they did yesterday. They played better tonight than they did against the Kings, which is funny. I try to expect it. I think, too, a lot of times when we talk about bad losses, we can't really let a team's record – um just automatically make us think they don't have talent over there. Like they have Tyrese Halliburton, they, they have De'Aaron yeah. Fox. Well, they, they have enough talent to pull these wins out. And so I wasn't too disappointed in that. They had better players than the Heat did yesterday. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like people are like, oh, they had Jimmy Hero and Lowry. And what that was it? Yeah, like literally, like okay, if we're gonna Sacramento, call- Sacramento had, has often had they talent. Have good talent. They yeah. lack culture. Yes, they do <laughs> lack culture. Yeah. But the Heat lack culture because they were playing fucking Highsmith. Does Highsmith have culture? We can't inject his ass with culture after like two days. Like it was. No, he needs a second dose of that. Just yeah, I mean, he, he didn't even get his fucking culture booster shot. What is it? Like, uh, Thirty days in between doses. <laughs> <laughs> but but legit, like we're talking about. Oh, uh, it's the Kings. Yes, I understand it's the Kings. But if you want, if you want to call Caleb a rotation player, which I think he will be. But that wasn't the plan coming into the season. He was a two-way guy. They had four rotation guys last night. All right? So, like, you're going to tell me you're going to just beat the shit out of a team 
with uh, Halliburton playing out of his mind, De'Aaron Fox. Buddy kicked Buddy seven Buddy threes. Hill. Come on. like They got talent over there, man. And the Heat yeah. did not. They contained yeah. Steph, but not Buddy Heald. <laughs> and I, so I do want to be fair, though. Steph is in a real bad shooting slump right now. No, 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 no. Only Duncan has shooting slump. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know true. that Steph is shooting sub 40%. This year and his actually is his numbers at the rim are down too. Like he's like having like a below average shooting season for him, and he's still. I mean, he's just so amazing that was it the whole season or the whole season. He's just not been great. uh, Like in terms of shooting, I mean, he's obviously great. Well, compared to himself, yeah. Like like the standard is himself. Comparing him to right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like apparently the Bucks and Nets lost tonight. Yes, they did. Yep. Because one of the problems. The Bulls were down lately. Eight. Yeah, but they won. they won. They're on their eight. I think eight, eight straight. straight wins. Fucking Magic are so useless. God damn it! <laughs> but like one of the things that has been hurt, like when when you're watching when you're watching these games and he go on like a five game win streak, everybody at the top of the East is winning. Yeah. So, and I know it's maybe it's a little too early to be like you know watching the standings, but um, that's where you're like, damn, winning, losing two in a row right now. With the way the top five in the East are playing, um, because the guy, the, the team below you is the the Cavaliers, and they beat the shit out you twice. Yeah, I was and then the, the team, then the top teams lose, and then you also lose. It's like, well, fuck. <laughs> I I straight up would rather play uh, the Nets or the Bucks than the Cavs. I don't want no parts of the Cavs. I want no. I don't want any. That series is gonna drive us crazy. You better be fully healthy. Fully, and I'm talking about fully healthy. I'm Mr. so Le- scared of Darius Garland. You don't understand. That dude is good, man. That dude Victor scares Oladipo, the fuck out of me more than James Harden. Victor Oladipo <laughs> needs to be at least 85% of who he was if you want me to feel he really He needs a, the third culture dose, Oladipo. Yeah. yeah. I, I hear he the second one you. puts you on your ass because you take a charge. Um, can we go to the Gaga guy of the game, Brass? Yes. I forgot what. Oh no, this is the one. Oh yeah, this is the light slow put back. Kyler misses. I'm late on that. My bad. Here, once again. Caleb, his fucking energy, like I love him so much. <laughs> Look at it's like he knew Tyler was gonna miss that because he's like <laughs> are, running from half court. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as he came into the screen, I knew exactly what was about to happen. Look at him, that's awesome. <laughs> that's not even he's my favorite Caleb play. One. It was the pull up in transition. No, no, he Caleb had a nice night tonight. Like he just did things that I didn't know. I, I we've seen it, but like Caleb was starting to get consistent with some of this shit. The defense on Curry was fantastic. Yeah, well, the defense we knew the defense. Um, we I I feel like the defense has always been there. <laughs> Jeez. That was Jeez, a, that was, that was a PJ Kyle start. turnover right there. That's what happened. Um, but I think we knew the defense was solid because the activity. We know what he looks like defensively. It's just some of the things, the shooting being more consistent. Um, some of the moves in the lane. Uh, I mean, you've seen little Euro steps. You've seen a lot of things out of Caleb off the dribble, ISO, just being able to get to the basket that 
I mean, I think are a little bit surprising that he's able to do it consistently. Um, I think we all, I think we all knew the defense was there, but it's offensively like he's, it's like PJ. He's giving you more than you thought he ever could. Based on the way he plays defense, though, I felt him be capable of kind of um, the offensive production he's giving you. Right, even defensively, he's energetic, um, he's active, he's quick, and so like those things are like helping transition um, him into being like a more consistent offensive player. I think he has it. I think um, someone asked me like, do I is he like a legit? Uh, scorer or hooper, I forget the word they use, but I think he can consistently give them um, 18, I'm sorry, 16 to 20 a game just off of being athletic and getting downhill. He gets downhill fairly easy um, and it's just quick athletic. Cody and Caleb are like opposites. So Caleb is an elite guy at the rim, 71%, 88th percentile, and not a good three-point shooter, 57th percentile, 36%. His brother Cody 56% 56% at the rim, 28th percentile, 46% from three, 99th percentile. They're like fucking bizarro. <laughs> yeah, they're half of each other. Yeah, I like ours better. Ours is more fun. Ours dunks and does cool shit. And sometimes he gets yeah, and the Heat needed a guy like that, too, because yeah. we haven't gotten any, any, any of those lackadaisical Heat games in a while. And I think that's no. because of Caleb. Because of Caleb. And like, honestly, before Keith went down, yeah. Uh, you were just seeing a lot of just fight out of this team where, like you said, Kenny, last year, they were just like, I mean, I at, in, in the first quarter, I had flashbacks of last season because motherfuckers was dying on screens like mosquitoes. Like, I thought I was having flashbacks of Goron and Kendrick Nunn. Like, motherfuckers just getting hung up on. Like, I'm like, what are y'all doing? Alf, did you see that Laker Twitter is like, oh, Clay Thompson and Kyrie coming back the same week as Ken Nunn? I go, the NBA is great. And I go, I, you just slip that in there? Like, what's going Man. on here? Bro, they are. Is that a real tweet? Yes, it is. I, I, I saw believe it. Laker fans don't it. watch basketball. So, bro, I was like, who do you think this guy is? <laughs> for the rudest of awakenings. Like, Man. Oh my God! Like, um, they, did they just do that because they all start with K? Like no, that? they didn't <laughs> they know dead, that dude. this guy's good. <laughs> Who he the has two good games against them in the final. Kyrie, <laughs> and Kendrick. Alf, you Kendrick remember the game that Gogi went down? Kyle guy. None came in, and he didn't miss like a shot because the Lakers weren't like prepared for. You know, not Goron, and they just remember that game, and they're like, "That guy's fucking good." Suppose an idiot. <laughs> Yo, I can't. Honestly, I don't. I, I I would like for him. You know, you know. Shout out, young black man. I want you to do well. But I, <laughs> there's going to be there's I, there's going to be a petty root for remorse. him to fucking suck. We gotta hate it's, watch it's, this first game. It's back. like I keep oh saying when God. when he goes that five minutes straight, looking everybody off on those pick and rolls to shoot his pull up mid range. We gonna see how Laker fans react to that, bro. If they if they're mad at Westbrook, man, bro, oh man, no. Give me, let me show you Westbrook without the athleticism. <laughs> <laughs> man, and I, I mean, like Kendrick too, but man, they got some passing. Him. He was the Hassan Whiteside of guards. <laughs> they're go, they're gonna pull up that domestic violence charge quick. Yeah, man. they're gonna read they're that gonna... and go, look, he's a splash brother. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let's go to Bond's breakdown. <laughs> Bond is so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
Oh, hold on, hold up. Let me break it down. So it can forever and consistently be broke. Did you so, see go ahead. So, um, all I have is uh, four of Miami's defense for, you know, of what the Warriors do offensively um, and why they kind of get a lot of things that they do, even with Steph having, you know, down here. <clears throat> but that guy is who he is. Um, so, go ahead. And this first one, um, pause. They do a really good job of screening for one another and, and they come tightly off of their screens and they know where they expect the, the next pass to go. So go ahead. Um, pause. Caleb has been playing a good job, right? Trying to lock and trail, stay with him the whole time. He comes off tight. This like extra little push up the sideline a little bit that Seth does. Um, forces Yurt to have to react to him. Go ahead and then, you know, just pocket pass. Right? Good pass. Uh, good job, Kavan. Um, they just have a lot of those types of motions continuously all over the court from different people triggering the ball, different people passing it. Um, go ahead. This was after he come back in, false. So he comes back in. Um, and then, so I think, yeah, Nemanja has the ball. Up top, go ahead. Right, so pause. So Kyle Guy, if you could back it up. Um, Kyle Guy, I don't know who he's guarding, but he doesn't see the ball at all. Uh, defensive principal, see man, see ball, he doesn't. Um, PJ, I can't, I, they're, they're all light skinned and like the same <laughs> height. <laughs> um, PJ's guarding somebody light skinned, Tyler's guarding the other light skinned. That's Toscano. I just made that up. Shoes, they just, right? They all look I think like the shoes. The pink shoes is Toscano, I think. Um, so go ahead. So this pass. So then pause. PJ's occupying the corner. Kyle Guy doesn't see what's happening. Go ahead. Um, and the man gets a free back cut to the rim. Not really sure what Caleb was doing over there. Um, right. Revenge game for that guy. Um, and then the that, first. You don't, you don't see that. You don't think that was Jimmy's fault? Go ahead, do it again. Where? On this, the Bielitsa cut, it's overplaying him here. Yes, he's playing him way too high. He shouldn't have went for that that uh, steal to start. That's what kind of put him behind. But um, then, yeah, yeah, and then even after that, he plays above him. Yes. At, uh, like it didn't Back make off. a lot of sense. Yeah, I agree. Um, go ahead. And then these two pumps were how they kind of started the game. I was looking to see if they were going to try to get Andrew going, and like their first three possessions were like screen across post ups for him. Um, go ahead. This one, I believe, comes from pause. Yep, this one comes from the block screen across. Go ahead. They switch here. Um, Tyler tried. That's Tyler length tried. being able to. He did, but that's length being able to out try him there. Um, and then the last one is a is a similar look, but instead of the screen coming from the opposite block, pause. It's coming from Toscano. Having been on the wing, cutting down to the block, and then going across. Go ahead. And they did like variations of this, like I said, like the first three or four um, possessions. Uh, misses a shot, but initially he was getting um, good posts, like good post looks down below, like in the charter circle. You can take me out. 
Um, I'm really not mad with this game. Um, I know I tweeted that I expected us to get our backs blown out. But on the pregame, I really said that I thought we'd only lose by like eight. They lost by seven. Um, I mostly like what they did defensively. Caleb played Steph really well defensively, did a lot of what I was saying in the pregame. Uh, aggressive but disciplined, um, athletic but detail-oriented. Um, and, you know, this – there's a loss that I think that they shouldn't be too, too upset about. Yesterday, maybe tonight, not so much. No, I, I, like I, I thought they did a lot of, a lot of things well. I thought that they took punches um, and they came back. You know, yes. it wasn't. Yep. They it, it didn't keep getting beat the fuck down. Yeah. <laughs> like and I, when, when Jimmy went down, like the next thing, next thing that happened was Kyle Guy hit like a three or a layup. Yeah, or something. A layup. Mm hmm. Like Kyle Guy was just like, I'm yeah, taking he, matters into my own hands. Well, so now he that, like, four, like four minutes into the game, it felt like this game was slipping away. We're going to lose by like 40. Bro, the entire <laughs> night, I'm like, oh, here it comes. I, I just kept expecting this like uh, Golden State run, but the Heat just, I mean, they kept, you know, Kyle Guy, whatever. It started I, I, when I was, Jimmy turned it on. Jenny, Jimmy tied that cape. One good little stretch and had like, eight to ten straight points and then start to come back this like honestly this season is like if spo doesn't get coach of the year this season i have no idea what the fuck is going on this entire season is like you ever watch chopped like where like they they fucking give you these ridiculous ingredients and you have to make something good like that's what they're doing to spo Here's Chris Silva, Kyle guy. <laughs> every fucking every Make game, something. they're like, "Yeah, here, put something together with fucking KZ you know. coded Chris Silva." Right. <laughs> Even and on top of that, though. he's he's unlocked shit in PJ's game that we've never seen from him before. Like he has to get it at this point. He's been the best coach in the league for a long time. And know, I don't think he's ever even finished top two. And it's no, why yeah. I can't I, I can't get has. like too upset at these games. I mean, this this was I agree. Far less upsetting as, than than the Kings game was, um, especially since you know Jimmy went down in this one. But um, it's like, I, oh man, I lost my fucking train of thought. I'm I'm, I'm like it's well, so rusty. Brass to me, like I had a point. Got, they really need to get this Portland win. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. What? Well, I, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Maybe. They have to win. So. To me, this whole season is like being on a fucking boat in the ocean and like all these waves are coming and those waves are fucking injuries and mm-hmm. and, and, and COVID protocols and the, and the whole thing. You're just fucking like, wait, like, oh, God, we're going to die. We're going to fucking die. wait, wait, wait a minute. And all of a sudden it starts calming down. It's like, oh, shit, we're like, no. Oh, shit, we're all right. You just need to fucking stay afloat. You just need to stay afloat. That's and it. if we and if we can get Jim, if if Jimmy, the Jimmy is the one the one thing that freaks me out about this tonight because this could go any direction with it with his injury tonight um because even if it's something you know something like his ass it's gonna take him out for two weeks um this looked worse than that because i mean look at him coming off the fucking floor tonight like that's unusual for jimmy 
What what scares me? This is my favorite part. Is Bam is like, dog, you're not even carrying him right. Get out of here. You can't even you can't even <laughs> carry our guy off right. Let a fucking let a professional have. <laughs> look hilarious. at mechanic slouching over because he's taller than Jimmy. Silva's just look, he's like walking into Jimmy. <laughs> Bam's like, get the fuck off of him. You're gonna break him. You you've done enough, Silva. <laughs> but like I mean, I don't know. I, that's I can't tell if that's, that's the bad ankle, brass. Yeah, and the, the outer ankle. He fucked that the up pro- in Orlando last year, the first game of the season, and they brought him back early in that game against the Mavericks, where he never looked right. And then he got COVID, didn't play. They had to play him a fucking billion minutes because they sucked. <laughs> and then you know now he's you know sensitive. But what scares me is that it's the bad ankle. Yeah. And it's going to continue to be the bad ankle. Yeah. The motherfucker can't plant. You know what I mean? Like that scares the fuck out of me. Like, yeah. You know that's not a. It's not ideal. You know the way he plays. The way he plays the game. Like I mean, he's super aggressive. He's gonna get in the get in the paint. He needs to pivot. He needs to do a lot. He, he really should ankle. look at different shoes. He really should look at different shoes or like different ankle supports. Tape the motherfucker. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But just put a brace on that bitch. I don't know what's happening. Um, I don't know. If I, I put him in a pair of chucks because back in the day, I feel like no, the canvas chucks ain't gonna. I feel like they used to be all right, man. I don't know. Bill Russell was moving in them shits. He was. Against Yeah, but you gotta you gotta consider the fact that Collins was also racist, so he had more shit to run from. Mm, so that like that's a good point. Up his performance. I don't like people in the chat insinuating the D Way choose are bad. Are you a lifer or you're not a lifer? Right. You in it or you're not? You know Listen, I I love Wade. I got one pair of those shoes, it gave me the worst fucking blisters ever. Yeah. Really, I, 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 these shoes are specified for these people's feet. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like they need it. Let me explain something. <laughs> Jimmy Butler's not wearing the leanings that you bought. Guarantee <laughs> you that shit. Like he is wearing the most custom motherfucking shoe in the world, and they put a leaning fucking you know like nobody. None of these, none of these dudes are playing in the shoes that you guys bought. Chris Silva might. Chris Silva, no, listen. Chris Silva gets Paul George has a good shoe. I play in Paul George's shoes. Paul Did George you has see? Chris Silva gets his shoes. Chris Silva his shit's at champs. Man. Did you see the tweet? And it's like, <laughs> my grandfather had Kareem. You know, I have, uh, you know, my dad had Kobe. And then, like, I have Paul George. And he said that, like, dead serious. And someone's like, <laughs> we're sorry for you. <laughs> Some dude on Clippers Twitter. Yo, these people in LA oh, are down bad, God. dude. I didn't know Clippers had a Twitter. <laughs> like they're like four people. They're like magic Twitter. Twitter. Oh, man. I wonder how old they are though, because there's no way they became Clipper fans like in the early, well maybe early 2000s. Those teams were pretty cool, but like yeah, mid 2000s, right. no way. Like you rich teams? Yeah. Portland on Wednesday. How does that go? They got They have to win that game. They need Gabe back bad, dude. They just. They I think they will keep, have Gabe. I they think. can't keep rolling the dice with this gauntlet of point guards. How long has he been out with protocol? He's, I think he should be back. That's what on um, Wednesday. He feels like he should be back. Some, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that new five day shit. You miss yeah. a game and a half. Like that. That five. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I applaud the CDC for their fucking the mismanagement. The CDC recommends. <laughs> 
He gave it. He's still going to be coughing when he get back on the floor, but whatever. <laughs> yes, people might die, but I can gave it. You know, people are going to die, but it's <laughs> never. But Frosty gave silver strain. But I gave it. You remember that TikTok? That oh God, was... I can't believe she survived after that. I can't either. That was so long ago. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Uh, you don't know the Vanessa Hudgens thing? She, like, when they canceled like Coachella or something, and she's like trying to like argue that they should keep it up. She's like, yeah, but people are going to die. Which is <laughs> terrible, but like inevitable. <laughs> and Yo, then she goes, I should be saying this. No COVID protection whatsoever. I mean, yeah, this no, was this, like was like, early, this was like early, early, this was like in March. Days. Yeah. <laughs> that is literally me be... asking for Gabe Vincent to come back. <laughs> <laughs> like, 